Hey boys and girls, what is going on? This is your boy Dwayne, aka the Prince of Botch, and you are on the sidelines with the sideline guys. I'm your host, and well, we're joined by returning guest, my man Parker, aka the Diabolical Hater 2.0, <laughs> better than Skip Bayless, the original. Go ahead and come through. Parker, how you right. doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Signature OTS jackass here. Better than Skip Bayless. Let's get it. It's Cinco de Drinko. I'm pounding claws. I'm ready to talk some MJ. Come on now. I'm ready to talk some MJ. So, of course, we also got to introduce the face that runs the place, the eagle flying, Celtic loving, yes, man sir. from all center heights, does pretty much everything, everything you could ever ask. My man. Derek, where you at, brother? Let me hear you. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? (laughs) All right. And then, of course, we got a new guest on the show. My man, the one, the only, Joel, let me holler at you one time. What's good, brother? Hey, what's happening, man? How y'all doing? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on, bro. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Let's talk about episodes five and six. This is your review show of The Last Dance. Boy, talk about some spicy, spicy stuff that was laid out and talked about within both of these episodes. So, gentlemen, of course, as we are joined here in unison, I'd like to go around the table and ask, what were you guys' initial thoughts overall? on these two episodes from this week. Hit it, Derek. No, you, one of you guys go first. I'm good. I'll go to last. Well, mine has nothing. Well, we were talking a little bit before this. Mine has nothing to do with, uh, I mean, it's kind of silly, obviously. I, I like, first of all, I mean, we didn't, I didn't grow up in this era, so I liked seeing all the, the advertisement. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, you can look yeah. back and see all that stuff, and it's kind of cool. But, I mean, I mean, Personally, like I have a pair of Mike and Mars Spazikes and it was cool to see the stuff with Spike Lee and uh, and stuff like that. And then the one, I don't know why this is one of my biggest takeaways, but I loved watching um, the old footage of the Suns. I don't know why. And Charles Barkley. And I just thought I, Chuck is more dominant than I. I mean, I've always loved Charles and I, he's one of my favorite players of the past, but to see some of that footage of him, and I know that has nothing to do with MJ, but it was cool to see that because, man, that was – he was, uh, I mean, you see him now and he, and he, they joke about how fat he is and he eats donuts and he's funny and he, and, and, and all that stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, it's really, I mean, buddy could, buddy was dominant. Yeah. So, yeah. That was my, t- I know that's not MJ, but that was kind of funny. Joe, brother, go ahead and give your thoughts, man. What did you think about episodes five and six this week? Episode five and six, uh, Man, I thought they were pretty good. I thought they were pretty good. I've been watching really every episode they come out with, so I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I'm trying to think. I've, you know, I'm, it's kind of a blur right now. What exactly they were? Which, which ones that was? That was the one. Um, what was it specifically about Rodman? Or that was? I'm thinking about three and four. I know they were starting to run together for me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of which what specifics it was about. I've seen every one of them. Just trying to. Uh, they were getting into. Uh, the first one they were getting into too. like kind of like Mike going to the top and scrutiny with the media, and then talking about his camp, oh, like, yeah. him with the Nike deal, 
And then I think oh, starting yeah. to get into like them them getting in their second and third championship, their first three feet. Yeah, I think it got hard on them, man. I think it started to get hard on them. It's I mean it's just been a great series really all together so far. It, it's getting hard on them, you know. The, the fact that he could have signed with Adidas and Adidas yeah. kind of blew it. Uh, the fact that uh, you know yeah that media scrutiny, all that kicking in. I think I think Mike is Michael Jordan. He's he's a, he's a, he's a tough cookie overall, man. I'm trying to just single it out i can't even just single out what exactly what exactly i i, I like about him the most man i got it all the work you put in man you see why he is who he is i can't even imagine like the media following me around 24 7 and and just being presented with all those opportunities and, and a lot of the stuff he just says like one thing he did say hey them shoes don't sell unless he's going out putting up 30 points a game yeah. so I, I i think it's all like I think it's all it's all just great, man. I can't even like specifically say <laughs> what I like about the last episode because um because it's all been so good. So, you know, it's really so far, man. I'm I'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna have to hear what you guys think and then kinda just chime in, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Brother yeah. Derek, go ahead and share your thoughts, man. What did you think about episodes five and six? Um I will say I think that the the, the biggest thing about this one um about these episodes that stuck with me was that um you could see the toll that that mj was taking with the media scrutiny that that was the the biggest thing that because you could see it was wearing on him and and to to think about how you're going through all that and still able to win a championship at the end of the season when everybody's questioning if you're going to be you know around if you're going to retire what like all that stuff, excuse me, all that stuff every every day pretty much. Like they said that the only time he had time to himself was when he was in his hotel room. And then you yeah. still had the you still yeah, had the, the film crew in there with him. Like <laughs> you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's so that And the man's chilling in the bathtub and they take a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I I I don't I wouldn't want that type of fame. I I, I don't even care yeah. about fame to be honest. Something like that, I I, I would not be able to do that. Like as soon as you walk out of your door, like you're the spotlight is on you. Mm-mm. It's crazy, right? Like they yeah. won right after they won the championship. They're like hitting them with questions about, uh, well, yeah. what are we gonna do? What do you got? You ready, ready to retire? Build yeah. it. Like, dude, just won. Yeah. Some of the, and 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 this episode, I think, well, for me personally, I think this episode answered kind of two of my questions that I had, uh, kind of going into this. I mean, obviously, I was intrigued by seeing kind of the behind the scenes and Michael explaining everything and. You know, ESPN ESPN's promoting it well. I think, like, obviously seeing the older footage was one of the reasons I was excited to see behind the scenes. But I think two of the questions I always – one of the two top questions I always had about Michael was, number one, I always wondered how successful in the beginning because I know that Mike kind of – I mean, I know Nike was somewhat successful before Jordan but then really took off, especially, like um, – like, Nike was a track shoe. I mean, Nike was for running, right? Uh, right? And I know, like – as far as like when Jordan came in, it brought it brought a whole type of it brought a whole different culture to 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 Nike, mm-hmm. and I didn't know the thing I was curious. I, and I've tried to read about it before, but how fast it took off, and I thought it was cool how they were like, yeah, they wanted us to sell three million in the first year when we sold one hundred twenty six million. I was like, yeah, holy sh, like yeah, that's a and lot then, of money. Yeah, and I was like, and then the second thing I had was I was always curious about Michael's like. Cause you know, people say he left, he retired in 93 cause, cause he had gambling problems or they, you know, they put him on probation. And so I was kind of curious about that and kind of, I mean, I didn't know, 
you know, people have their conspiracy theories about why he retired and why he didn't or, you know, stuff like that. So I just wanted a little more insight about gambling. So I thought it was cool to see um, kind of the Mike, you know, shoe brand deals, you know, commercial deals, and then also kind of see them go over the, the gambling side of things. And I didn't know most of those details. Like he went to Atlantic City during a playoff game and, you know, stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah like like the media just like you said the media and considering all thing i mean i'm sure we'll get in the media i'm sure dwayne's got a bunch of questions some good questions about it but that's kind of my my thoughts on the you know initial thoughts on all of it yeah but could you imagine like going through all that during so with social media like how that would have been with social media um, no, you know, them no. taking pictures of Michael Jordan in the casino and all that stuff. That would have been horrible. Oh yeah, horrible. He, uh, Michael. Yeah, I, I that's think what, that's probably what made me uh, the respect level that I have for NBA players today and other athletes, like go up even more because they have to deal with that today. Like that's a was, lot of stuff. It's funny because everyone talks about how you know LeBron is like that man's spotless when it comes to you know. I mean, that man hasn't had one thing on his record as far as like a blemish. I mean, no affairs, no alcohol, no gambling. And then this week there was some some report that he had an affair with his wife onto some lady who knows the validity of it. But oh, I really? just thought it was yeah, you didn't. Uh, I saw an article. Who knows? You know, people throw out shit like that all the time. But my thing but, is, uh, even if that's the case, it's none of our business. <laughs> that too. Was. That's what. Yeah, that too. None of my business. So, that's what Stephen A. I actually listened to an interview with Stephen A. Smith this past week, and Stephen A. was like, "You know what? I'm going to report sports facts." He was actually talking about his relationship with Alan Iverson, and was like, "I'll I'll I'll report sports facts, but when it comes to substance abuse, and when it comes to um, affairs, and it comes to mm -hmm. stuff like that, he's like, I stay away from it. It's not my business. I don't want anything a part of it. And that's probably why athletes respect him." Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, man, I can't even imagine that, man. And, and then, it, like, the uh, that wasn't what they got into about with the gambling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was crazy that he was, he is such a, a competitor that he's willing to, you know, bet so much money and, and, and just bet so many people. I thought that – I think that's pretty awesome, honestly. Yeah. Oh, and, that, and to him, that's <laughs> chump change. And the funniest yeah. line – the funniest line was as she goes, do you have a gambling problem? And he knows, he goes, no, I have a competition problem. And yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, I feel that. I feel that. Cause I don't even like gambling either, but I'm so competitive. I'll just make like, you guys know, like when you're with your friends and you're like, I'll bet you 10 bucks. I'll beat you in this game right now. And it's not even that I like, who hasn't our 20 that? bucks or what, you know, it's just like, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, for me, it's not even that, like, I want to win 20 bucks. It's really more about, I just want to beat my friend. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just I just want to get that W. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. And you know, some of your friends there, like we're all, I mean, we all played sport. We're all athletes. It's like some of your, sometimes you have to throw money in people's faces for them to play you because they're not motivated to play you if not. But if you put 20 bucks on the line or, you know, in Michael's case, $10,000, you know, you're going to get their best. And so, you know, when right. you win that 10,000 bucks off of them, you've earned that, you know, because yeah. if you just play for fun, people don't give a shit, you know, like when I go on the golf course, if I'm playing for money, I'm out here like, reading the wind, you know, getting on the, reading the putt, like I'm Tiger Woods yeah. or something. But if I'm out here with even, playing for no money, I'm just freaking, I'm drinking 40s and, and just boomsticking it like Happy Gilmore, not giving a shit. Like, so even, even when he said, 
He's he's competitive. Even when he said when he was gambling those guys, the uh, the security guards, he's gambling against oh, yeah. the damn security guards, flipping quarters. He's like, he's like, what you gonna do with this, Mike? Yeah, I just want to say I got your money in my pocket. Yeah, you know? and that's <laughs> and that's how you know he he like it wasn't a money thing. Like, like this man was just yeah. playing security guards for like twenty bucks and like wanted to win like one dollar blackjack off like John Paxton. I thought that shit was hilarious. That was hilarious. That's a good point. <laughs> well all right fellas so let's go ahead and get in now that we've gotten our thoughts on overall what we thought about five and six let's go ahead and just start to break some things down and let's talk some topics so let's go ahead and carry off on the media real quick and let's talk about the media action um based off what we saw with the evolution of jordan from the up-and-coming rising star, the guy who's throwing up 60-plus in playoff games against Derek's favorite Celtics <laughs> and scaring Celtics fans half to death because this man is on the rise. He's unstoppable, it seems. And going through all of these things, and now all of a sudden, Jordan begins to start winning championships. And as he's winning these championships, now he's getting more and more in the spotlight. All of a sudden, we start to see the rise of Mike and wanting to be like Mike, and suddenly these endorsement deals and all of these things coming into the fray. And as his stardom starts to rise, we start to understand now that, as you guys mentioned so greatly earlier, that the media begins to take a toll on you. It's a 24-7 type of job. And that's before social media, people. So my question for you guys is, after what we saw with Jordan and what we see with LeBron and what we've seen with Kobe and and the Carmelos and the and the ones of the world who are in the spotlight a lot of times, those mega stars, really with any sport for that matter, how hard is it to be the guy in the world of the media? I, I would imagine it's pretty hard, man. I've 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 seen it firsthand. Like I, I've seen that that be you know I've seen that guy that everybody watches, and it's literally like everybody's watching him. You're not just it's not just the family and the homies watching them and your friends and in the midst of while everybody's watching, you still got life going on. You got people coming up to you, asking you for pictures, autographs. Um, and especially with this social media age, like everybody has a camera on their phone. So everybody wants a picture to take it with you. They don't care really what you're doing. Um, they don't care where you're going. You know, they don't care that you have somewhere to be. Uh, I, I think it could be really I think it could be really humbling, uh, you know, being able to get that garner that type of attention. Uh, but at the same time, I think it, it, it is really, I think it's really tough, man. You really got to find like a silver line and to just know what you're doing it for all the time, especially when you go out in the public. And I, I, I think, it, I think it's awesome, right? Cause you get paid well for it. But at the same time, it's, it's like a constant reminder that, um, you know, you got to watch what you say. You got to watch what you're doing. Watch where you're at. You know, every everything that you're around is a reflection of you. It's not even not even a matter of, like, you, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like, you're that guy. You're not supposed to be there. It, 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 it just happens in so many ways, man. I think I think it's really tough, especially yeah. right now. Compared yeah, I was about to, to say, especially, especially, now, especially now, I couldn't, I mean, I mean, I was interested to hear about, uh, your opinion, Joel, because I know, I mean, you played at a level that, I mean, I know you played um, at a high level in college and, and, and played in some, a little bit in summer league and stuff like that. And especially with your brother, like, 
I mean, I couldn't imagine even, you know, and, and starting to go into 2020 with cancel culture and, and all that stuff. Anyone wants to get mad at you for saying anything. I can't. And, you know, that kind of goes into, um, you know, when they kind of got into the Jordan stays out of politics thing, which I mm-hmm. was kind of, that's another thing I, cause everyone talks about, you know, you know, well, and that's, and I mean, we saw it this past season where, I mean, I mean, it's different, but it's the same in the fact that you're dealing with, I mean, and Jordan's era was the same issues, but LeBron, I mean, you look at him and how he dealt with China. LeBron didn't say nothing yeah. about China. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's just like, and then, I mean, not even, I mean, you're talking about not only can you, you have to, you have to not step away. And, and another thing that I, I will say off of that, another thing that I love about Jordan is that to this day, he still, he doesn't regret anything. This man goes, no, I still, I still have that hate for Isaiah Thomas. I, I think he's a great point guard, but no, I hate him. And, and no, you know what? I stand by my statement that Republicans make shoes. Cause you know what? It was boys talk on the bus. Like, I'm just like, damn, you would like, he doesn't get like, but at this point he's got so much money and he's Michael Jordan who really cares. But, <laughs> yeah. but like, I mean, when you're having to deal with, I mean, I always think like, this is like, kind of when I related to this thing about just all of us in general and how much like we're where I mean obviously Joel is a probably more than just a random guy but like for me for my example I'm just some average dude I mean I walk on the street it is what it is but think I, I think about how much trouble I can get myself in mm-hmm. by just put just putting one wrong tweet out there or one wrong picture and and people and people don't even know who I am so you got to think about like, and, and that's stuff I think about all the time, like, especially like if you own your own business and stuff like that, Derek, I know Derek and Dwayne, you guys are entrepreneurs and stuff like that. Like you got to think about that stuff all the time. And we're not even nearly at the level that these guys are at. Like, you know, we're not under the microscope and I couldn't imagine doing it. I mean, back then it was bad because of the media, but now I couldn't even props to athletes and famous people because damn, like everyone's yeah. going to find something on you and they're going to try to cancel you at any second. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. could you could you imagine like uh, uh, Dennis Rodman playing so, in the NBA right now? That would be you crazy. Like that? You know what's crazy <laughs> about that? And I felt this way watching it. You know who I think? I actually believe that Dennis Rodman would be one of the most popular basketball players in today's NBA if he played in today's yeah. NBA. Yeah, I can see that. Because people accept like people, although like people cancel, like it's cancel culture. Dennis Rodman is like, like, I'm telling you, Dennis Rodman, people would love his, like, and Dennis Rodman, like, for example, you think about people who don't like, who typically aren't your stereotypical sports fans and who don't like to watch the NBA. Mm-hmm. Think about in 2020, what type of audience Dennis Rodman would bring to basketball. That's it true. would be insane. That's, that's what I'm be saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you know yeah, how much money crazy. Dennis Rodman, like, people yeah. would love Rodman, like, and not even for yeah. his play on the court. Like, obviously, they like if he played today, people would be like, "Oh, he's he's tough, and he takes us back to a time we wish we played basketball for." But also, like, the colorful hair, you know, him dressing up as a woman, like, like stuff like that in twenty twenty. Like, I mean, you walk down the street, you see something like that, and it's like, it's whatever, like, cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, but you don't see it in the NBA. But I'm saying, if this man was in twenty twenty, I think he'd have been an even bigger star than he was back then. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I know yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, 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 um, 
I think even back to what you were talking about with the with the politics aspect of everything, I think that um, I actually respect Michael for his stance in that he wanted to leave politics alone and just focus on basketball. That was that I I respect when athletes know they don't want to talk about something and just leave it alone and allow other people to talk about it. It's not like he's, it's not like he didn't donate to the campaign. That's one thing that I think a lot. That's of one thing I didn't know. Yeah. And, and, and being able to hear that in this documentary was, was good to see because, you know, he still, he still cares. It's just that he just doesn't want to focus on that because it felt like it was going to distract him from his job. And I, I respect that part about it, you know, which even with LeBron, I respected that he just didn't, he didn't speak about that, the whole uh, issue with China. Yeah. It, it was no no need for him to. <laughs> why, yeah, and don't and don't. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. My bad. That, yeah, that's the thing. These guys, like, we want them to be so. We want athletes to be politically politically correct all the time. And it's like it, it's it's not gonna happen. If they start talking, we're gonna be like, "Why are you talking? Yeah, you know, what are you yeah. talking about? You know." And then like they they're here to you forget like they're here to play they they, they play sports. You know what I mean? Like that's that like that's that, that's 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 Michael Jordan's specialty sports. And then when you look at it, he didn't know either one of the guys. Right. So yeah, like, exactly. If you don't know him. Like how, who who's to say that this guy is any better than this guy? Mm-hmm. You know. So like I don't know either one. So why would I act like I'm gonna support him? You know what I mean? Name on that. Oh, yeah. yeah that's like. like mm-hmm. That's one of my and I, and I love that he made that point and that you talked about that, Joel. Because that's one of my like even just fundamentally like that's one of my biggest problem with politics now is like is like ignorance whether i don't even care like i don't care whether or not you're a republican if you're a democrat if you're you know whatever you are i just think that if you're gonna if you're gonna go out there and, and do something be educated about it know who you're voting yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah and i think that you know and i think on both sides of the spectrum doesn't matter about political views that people pick those people pick on ignorance mm-hmm. so i mean just getting kind of deeper and like people you know you know, for example, someone made the example to me the other day, like, oh, well, well, Trump picks on rednecks. And I said, okay, well, well, uh, and Republicans pick on rednecks. And they, they just say, you know, you can keep your guns and you can have this. And I said, well, yeah, I agree with you. I also think that uh, Democrats um, pick on impoverished African-Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that on both sides of the spectrum. So I, mm-hmm. I get like that. I like that, that Michael was like, hey, you know what? I didn't know him. I support, I support his views as a whole. I don't know him as a person, so I'm not going to go endorse him. However, I will, I will give him, I'll back him with money. And Michael yeah. has plenty of that. So it's not for him. It's not that, I mean, so you're exactly right, Joel. I just think that like, he didn't know him. He didn't know either of the candidates. No. So how are you supposed to go out there and say, I'm going to support this guy? You know? Yeah. You don't know. He could, you know, he just don't know what could happen. Exactly. You know, he was, he was criticized for not supporting him. It, like he's gonna just right. get criticized for everything. This goes back to like being in the spotlight. Well, and the thing is, is like, and it, just a modern day example, which is crazy, is I, I live in Florida. I live in Jacksonville. Um, you had, you know, you had um, uh, Andrew Gillum, African American male, um, family man who was out of out of South Florida, got the endorsement of Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade, and now you see hindsight, and then you had Ron DeSantis white male Republican. Dwayne Wade endorsed Andrew Gillum. Two weeks, two weeks later, mm-hmm. he, um, 
or two weeks ago was found high on meth at a male orgy. And Dwayne was like, I don't even know him. I just gave him my endorsement. Like, you know, like yeah. that's like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a crazy example, but just this, yeah. just thinking about the same thing, like, like you got to watch who you're, and especially nowadays, you got to watch your backing. Yeah. Because any dirt that's on anybody will come up. So, no, I agree with right. And I, and I think, and don't let Nike fool you either. Don't let, now, I mean, now Nike's woke because they want to, you know, because Kaepernick and I'm, and I'm glad. But back then, don't let Nike fool you. They were probably extremely happy with Michael's choice not to, not to make a political stance in the 90s. Nike plays both sides. Ex- oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah, more exactly. profitable. It's more profitable to be, exactly. be on both sides. You know, you're not, you're not, uh, uh, you're not displacing in each, what, um, spe- any specific group. You're just playing a game. Exactly. And, I mean, that's business. I, 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 don't, I don't fault them for that's it. Why they're, they're, that's why they're Nike. That's why they're Nike. Business. Well, <laughs> And speaking Don't of that, right, yeah. right, right. And, and speaking of that, can we uh, can we credit Michael Jordan's mom for why Nike <laughs> blew up the way they did? <laughs> First of all, Michael Jordan's mom looks younger than him. She does. She does. Crazy. <laughs> she does, man. She she's know, the but... first lady of Nike, man. That that is phenomenal. And I think. And and y'all can uh, I'm curious what y'all think, but I think one of the things that I that I've grown to respect respect the most about Michael Jordan throughout this whole process is his parents. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you know, hardworking folk, well mannered, you know, well educated. You knew that you know you if especially in in that time period and with the circumstances that they were dealing with knew that hey if you're gonna if you're gonna if you want something you better go out and get it and you better earn it yeah and um and I thought that I think that's really cool for sure it's a it's a parenting lesson yeah no I agree <laughs> with that <laughs> but. so guys um. What I want to ask, basically, now that we're still on this subject of media, what I would ask all of you gentlemen right now, how would social media today treat Michael Jordan in this time? Uh, if he was winning championships like he was back then and all of that? Mm-hmm. So given the fact that we know back then there was no social media present, so we saw all of what, we, all of what was unveiled was before any social media existed. So in today's time, you took everything that we heard so far to this point, and you added social media into the fray right now with how social media is. How different would Michael Michael Jordan's image be? Would it be the same, or would it change because of social media? I think he'd probably even be even more of a big deal. Like, cause he was that clean cut guy, and he, and he, and he, you know what I mean, and he, and he did go out and win all those games, you know. So I, it, it'll probably be a Michael Jordan phone or some shit, it, you know. It, 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 <laughs> That's he'd awesome. Be like, okay. you know, he'd definitely be MJ out there, you know. It'll, it'll, it'll probably just be magnified, man, and uh, even more so because, cause he was like <laughs> such that that perfect example of an athlete. He would adjust to it, probably. I freaking love that take <laughs> yeah. because yeah. I, you expect someone to go the complete opposite way with that, 
Yeah. So, and I feel you, Joel. Like, like you got to think about it this way. We've like, and today we've we've idolized Kobe mm-hmm. because because of just the mentality he brought to it. Who did he learn that from? Yeah. You know, we all know Mama mentality. It's not Jordan mentality. It's Mama mentality. I mean, but it is Mama mentality is Jordan mentality, but in a newer era. But like Kobe, Kobe's dealt with some. I mean, Kobe dealt with some shit. Yeah. Oh and yeah. We, and we yeah. swept that. And and you notice how? I mean, yeah, Barbara Walters one, or I don't know who it was. Barbara Walters. I don't know who it was. Oprah. Whoever it was, wanted to be in a wanted to bring it up and Snoop Dogg had something to say about that but oh Gail King Gail King that's right mm-hmm. Snoop, Snoop Dogg told her that that cracks me mm-hmm. up but <laughs> but um but no I agree with Joel like people go the opposite way and that's a really interesting way to think about it is is so like I think Michael was actually like don't I mean I think him in a casino would have been more exposed but I don't think he was out here you know at strip clubs every night you know he wasn't out here I think he was that dedicated to the game mm-hmm. and that Obsessed competitive that it would have been, it would have been okay. And I think yeah. like that, the Michael Jordan phone cracked my ass out. That's yeah. like, <laughs> like you're right. He would have oh, been, yeah. and then he probably, he'd probably be way richer. He'd oh, probably be yeah. right, way richer. Oh, so, yeah. like, like, yeah. the only with thing, all the money they're making now. Yeah. The only thing that I think of, ago. yeah. The only thing I think about it is, is like, there's a bunch of different factors. If you're just talking pure social media, I still don't think the Bulls stay together that long. I think okay. Pippen and Rodman gain too big of an ego when they leave. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. Jordan's Jordan. He would have won. He would have won three wings minimum. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we're just talking strictly Michael Jordan and social media, if you keep him with the same team for the same amount of years, then yeah, he's winning a shit ton. People are gonna love him, and like you said, he's gonna make more money and have a damn phone. And who knows? I mean, <laughs> Apple might have gave him a damn Air Jordan phone, like. Yeah. yeah, man. He'd have apps, you know, yeah. Jordan apps. You know what I mean? It might just so funny. It, it'd probably just be at another level. I think of, it would be like LeBron. I think it would be like LeBron times ten. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're taking, you're taking, you're taking. Think about it this way: you're taking everything positive about Kobe, his mentality, his work ethic, his scoring, mm-hmm. and his his rings. Mm-hmm. And then you're combining it with everything people love about LeBron. Mm-hmm. And you're squishing them together. And that's Michael Jordan in today's era. And yeah. Think about how people treat Kobe and think about how people treat LeBron. And you're combining those two and that's Michael. And then, oh, my God, marketing would have a damn, a damn field day with him. Well, you know what? Think about how, what he would have scored and averaged this in this time. You know, I think that would have increased it even more. <laughs> Yes, yeah. social media would have been crazy with Michael Jordan. I would love to see like some new Jordan memes, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, know, right? yeah. like <laughs> if, if, if all that stuff was fresh, those moves, and he just did that, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this night boy Jordan killing. Yeah, like, <laughs> free throw. Look, look, you know that icon. We already know the logo with the free throw line. So, yeah, yeah. imagine that hey. meme form, baby. That's just Ooh. uh. Dunk contest. You see that picture great. right there? Come on now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that if that just came out like this general like last year or something, the Jordan logo, mm-hmm. the Jays just coming out. Yeah. You gotta think about that too. That was a amazing marketing. Like Air Jordan with that logo. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. 
absolutely per perfect. Like, and it hasn't yeah. been one like that since. That's what's even mm -hmm. crazier. Nobody's no. been able to like. That's the pinnacle. Like, even like get closer. Yeah. I think I think that's the cool. Like, you look at the Nike symbol. You look at Adidas. You look at, I mean, the bigger brand. I think that Air Jordan symbol is just so, like, and you can and you can like even I always think it's funny like, like look at some real Jordans and look at some fake Jordan Jordans. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? The logo. The logo. The logo. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's that it's that prominent that the way you separate a fake Jordan from a real Jordan is the logo. Yeah. And the stitching. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's I like crazy. That. I think it's cool. I would have loved. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. I got some Jordans right here. Let me show you. Oh, oh. So that's another thing. Like I'm, we all. I mean, just had to pull oh, a couple out. Oh, see oh, you got the Elevens. The cameras. These are older. Like, old cameras. It's like a whole culture, man. I would have loved it. Like, oh no! But I gotta ask y'all. I gotta ask y'all. What y'all's favorite Jordans? Mine are either. Uh, I think either the patent leather ones. Or, or yeah, left, I think the like, threes. Okay, the, the threes. threes. Mine are, I think mine, if I'm saying that correctly, I might be saying the fours or the five. I, I, I like all of them. I like the, the patent leather ones are my favorite, pretty much. So mine are mine are the Concor like the Jordan Concord Elevens, which are the ones you have, but they're white, and then they have the patent black. Yeah, and then yeah. and my and then I love. Love, I think the coolest look. They're not like the Elevens. I would love to play in. I think the coolest, like, like if I'm just kicking it, the fours. The fours are the cool, like elephant skin fours. Like they have this yeah. one called the Red Toros. They're all red with elephant skin, and they're yeah. red and black. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. Concords are my favorite too. The Concord, yeah. And I look. I've tried to get Concords. I've tried to get the all gray low top Concords. Mm -hmm. I love playing in low top shoes. Just because I, I mean, yeah. yeah I, well, I, like when I play, I play more, more guard. So I just like it gives oh, yeah. more, like my ankles. I don't have bad ankles, and it gives more flexibility. It just makes me feel quicker. Yeah, low top concords. You're looking at probably 200 bucks minimum, but then you're also looking at you're having to look at like 50 websites before you can even find them, and then you're looking at like six months before you can get them. Like it's yeah. insane. Like that, and that's the crazy thing about that's a, another crazy thing about Jordan. Like like right now, I could go on. I could go on and. If I wanted to buy some Nike Air Maxes, go on, pick my color, buy the shoe, and it'd be here in five to seven days. Mm -hmm. When you want to find a pair of Jordans, like you're you're scouring the internet and you're paying at least 200 250 And like like think about it. When you go to Foot Locker finish line and stuff like that, the only the only cool Jordans that are there are the freaking the ones that are size one for your toddlers. And they're still like 150 bucks. Yeah. yeah, they got plenty of team Jordans in the in the stores yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. You gotta, you yeah. have to, to get some Jordans. You really, you literally have to know somebody. Yeah, you gotta know the guy at the store. You gotta stand in line for hours, mm -hmm. or you gotta spend like a thousand dollars or like five hundred bucks, six thousand bucks on a pair of tennis shoes. Yeah. Uh -huh. it, it, yeah. Or, or just, you gotta have a Nike Connect, man. That's the easiest way, just to have, a, just to know the guy. I know the guy. Yeah. I got a guy. right back. I'm going to try to grab my Mike and Mars for y'all real quick. I know it's a podcast, but let me show y'all something real quick. Y'all talk. Good, would would uh, Michael have had the same success with Adidas that he that he did with Nike? No, right? Because Adidas probably wouldn't give him that freedom. Yeah. Right? yeah. Giving him his own shoe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
I was, I was, I was, I was gonna ask that because um, I think Kobe tried to do that because tried to go with Kobe, Adidas. Yeah, because remember how Kobe was already being labeled like Michael Jordan 2.0, but he wanted to be better. So yeah. if he probably looked at it as you know, young Kobe looking at it as, well, okay, he made Nike famous. Watch mm-hmm. this, I'm gonna make Adidas famous. That didn't work out as well, you know. They had the crazy eights, Kobe crazy eights, and then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so here are my here are my mic my my uh. So this is the elephant skin I was talking about. Oh so yeah. So I used to rock I used to rock these in middle school, but you can see here. So these say it says Mike and it says Mars, and on this yeah. on this side you got Spike Lee. Yeah, the Spizikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Spizikes. Yeah, these are my Spizikes. Yeah, and I got those in uh, with the green, the all black with the green on the, the green bro, toe. Do you love your Spizikes? Bro, I love my Spizikes. I love those. I love them. Yes, bro. I, I've worn them. I put, put some wear on. I pretty much wore them out right oh, now. Oh, dude. Dude, I know. I, I like to keep all my uh, – my, I, I I'm, I'm weird about – so I have some old 11s. I have some LeBron. I used to be a shoe head really bad, and I like to keep all these because I – my dad used to work for Nike growing up through the eighties oh, and the ni- through the eighties and the nineties. He had every single pair of Jordans ever. And I always, he always used to tell me, I wish I kept them. I wonder, I wish I could have showed you these. And so any, any, he didn't keep them. He would, he would play basketball with them and then throw them away. Just like tennis shoes we do now. Like that's oh, how they were back man. then. But now, <laughs> but now like I always, that's like my one regret. And so, like, I always try to, like, live by my dad's words. And so every pair of tennis shoes that I have, like, growing up when I was collecting sneakers, I've always kept. And I don't even I don't even want my kid to wear them. I just want to be like, look, look at these shoes. These are cool shoes. This yeah. is the shoes we had growing up, like Weatherman KDs. I have some Weatherman KDs. I have, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But that's just, like, I just want to show my kid, and my kid can do with what they want. But, like, <laughs> I think that's why, like, I collect all this sports shit because my dad used to have so much stuff. And he got rid of it all. Like you used to have, you know, the old Michael Jordan poster where it's this wingspan and it's his yeah. actual wingspan. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that was plastered over. That was plastered on my wall, and I loved it. And he's like, and that's, he's like, I, I wish I would have framed it and kept it. And he's like, Ugh. I don't know. One year, one year, I, that's like my dad always talks about that. And one year for Father's Day, I got it for him. And he like, my man almost broke down in tears. He was like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't even. It was like a. It was it, but it was a great value version of the same poster. But yeah. But like that's, that's how, it yeah. So that's those, those are my favorite ones to hoop in too. Those 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 Jordan fours right there, the ones you pulled yeah. up. Those are. But the these are all. The I don't know. I don't. The thing is, is the one thing I have some fours, but they're like size eight. When I was like, yeah. these are like a mixture of the fours and the fives, and they're the specific. Mm-hmm. And like, I never hooped in these, but I would wear them to middle school, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, these are so cool!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got clout." Yes. My six, my sixth and seventh grade self would walk through the halls and run. And be like, what's up? I was playing, but me and my friends, we really got into Jordans when I and we, and we'd um, the Red Toros were always my favorite, and I've always wanted a pair of Red Toros, and I can never find them because they're like two hundred fifty bucks, and no website on earth has them. I've looked, nah. but anyway. On this edition of Shameless Plug, ladies and gentlemen, let me take this time to also let you know there is a brand new show coming to you very very soon by the name of Show Off. And the very debut episode features the very man that is talking to you, showing off the wonderful Jordan 4s right now, Mr. Poppy. <laughs> so 
Be sure you tune in for the premiere debut episode of Show Off, brought to you by On the Sidelines, <clears throat> produced by your boy, Derek Myers. And that is all on Shameless Plug. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> I just want to show y'all real quick. These, hold up. I know that's probably too bright, so I apologize. So you see that? Those are the red Taurus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jordan's four red Taurus. Like, aren't those the most beautiful shoes you ever seen in your life? Those are nice. Those are like, they had the Oreos like those, right? Yeah. Oreos. Those are the yeah. Oreos. Oreos oh, are cool, too. That's when I, I like the Oreos. Yeah. I would bring them out. This is, man, Johnson. It's somewhere. <laughs> they all like all my. They all got some wear on them. I don't have. I would just be showing a bunch of worn. But I can pull them out. I might go get a special spit. I'll show you the spit so I can see. You can see how how bad they are. How much? Oh, I love my spit. How much? I guess I really like. Them. Yeah. <laughs> See me for my for my taste off of nostalgia and my '90s feel, you know, because my big brother had them and I just loved them so much. The Thirteens were always my personal favorites, but just, really, I just always loved the Thirteens, man. You know, they just always were my favorite Jordan, you know. And I didn't have a lot of Jordans growing up, but I guarantee you that was my very first pair I ever got. And I love those babies. <laughs> it's a shame they got stolen from me, but it's okay. I love those Thirteens. <laughs> Might have to go get me some, but. All right, fellas. So let's go ahead and uh, transition on back. And let's, uh, I have one more media related question for you guys that might actually make you guys wonder here. So we saw, we, we talk about LeBron and we talk about, you know, guys like him and Kobe who, who have these, you know, practically stainless, you know, and, and Jordan as well, these practically stainless like images. But we saw recently where, you know, when we talk politics, we saw where LeBron is a man that speaks his mind, of course, and, and is, a, is a modern day for this generation. They, they look at how he speaks his mind in politics and, and things like that. Now, we also know, we won't speak of that reporter's name, but we know that the reporter spoke out and felt the need to say, hey, LeBron, shut up and dribble. And, 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 and you know, that it got a nice little roar for what it was, and he was able to bounce back, and he had players and fans and all kind of people bounce back. Now, based off of Jordan's political stance and understanding that, hey, I am a basketball player. If that were him in today's situation and he was the one being told to shut up and dribble, based off of his stance, do you guys think he would have done just that or would he have spoken his mind? I don't think they would have been able to tell him to shut up and dribble because I don't think he would have responded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think and well, then, I was that's that's not the guy you want to tell to shut up and dribble because he's kind of gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shutting yeah. up and dribbling like a motherfucker. Yeah, and he'll say shut up and get the he'll say shut up and get the fuck out of my face. Like, and, and you and you better not be on the court saying that to him either. You see how you how, how people talk trash to him, like especially with the uh USA team when Magic spoke was talking trash to him, how that just lights oh, yeah. him up to just go for the kill. He's like, I said that one thing to Michael, and I shouldn't have said it. And then you saw it. Michael screaming, like, fuck you. At, yeah. At a, I don't know. Maybe it was. A, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did. I think that was they would have yeah. yeah, it was against yeah, the Knicks. Yeah. It was against uh, their, little, their, uh, their little point guard. I forget who. I mean, I saw Rivers yeah. was there, but it was, an, it was another buddy. I forget who it was. But. He was like, was like F your mama and F you too. Yeah, I was like, damn. The, uh, I hate to play that much. Oh, they used to. Dude, the thing, the <laughs> thing too, the thing too back in the day was, is they used to like another thing that I respect about their travel. So, my dad 
So my dad, we're extremely competitive family. My dad played college basketball for Georgia State. He grew up in Atlanta. So my dad, my dad's six foot seven, you know, um, can shoot, but is is a bully in the paint and just kind of grew up in the air and always, like growing up, my dad would, I'd be like 10 years old and like, like I try to make a layup and my dad would salt my shit and tell me that until I could make it over him that I wasn't going to make it. That's like, exactly what I've been doing just my son. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, ex- <laughs> no, and I love it. And I'm the most competitive for it. And it helped, it's helped me. But like the thing like that is, is yeah. like my dad is the biggest trash talker ever, but my dad like gets personal. Like he go, mm. but that's like those guys in those era, like those guys in that era got personal with each other. Like I know like Reggie Miller was on an interview with, um, Dan Patrick and they were like what he was like what would happen if you saw like if we were if we were at a restaurant and you saw Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller was like I'd probably punch him and he's like why and he's like I have nothing but respect for Michael Jordan but the battles we had and the trash talk and the stuff we said to each other I I would punch him and I'm like you can't just be like you know you can't be like you know, your mama's so fat that blah, blah, blah. like, it's not like you can't, you know, it's not something like they were getting personal, like mm-hmm. talking about, yeah. you know, and that's what I think I like about it's what I miss now in this game. I wish people would trash talk more. Like I love, like, for example, Westbrook, I love his, like Westbrook it's will say whatever, favorite. he'll look at you and just be like, fuck you. And like, yeah. like and like, yeah. and that's one of the reasons that I don't like that. I mean, I respect LeBron, but that's one of the reasons I don't think LeBron is one is the greatest ever. Is because I don't think LeBron has that that grit to him. Like LeBron's not going to go up to somebody and be like, like my dad always taught me this. My dad always taught me this. My dad said, in between these lines, we're you're my biggest enemy, but outside these lines, I love you. He's like, I don't care what we. And me and my dad, I mean, we'll play now. And I will, and I have all the respect in the world for my father. And I will shoot a shot in his face. I remember, I mean, I went to his house this weekend, shot a shot in his face, beat him, and said, and the, and I was, you know, sit down, you pussy bitch, I'm, you know, like, and then right, and like, this is how I talk to my father when we play basketball. I like, I'm serious. I'm not even shitting with you. Like, I'll drill three in his face and be like, you're a fucking bitch. And then like, when we walk up that court, it's fine. We hug each other, we love each other, we dap each other up. And I, I miss that. Way. And I, I miss like that. To my dad like that. I know. No, no. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, growing up, my dad used to beat my ass. But you, when we play, like, when growing up, he would just beat the shit out of me. He would punch me. Like, I remember I got a wide open layup one time. Just grab me, punch me straight in the gut. And I'm, I mean, Joel, I'm sure, I'm sure with you and your brother, y'all are tough. I mean, like, like it's just like that. Like, I think the the best athletes grew up with dads like that. Like, like just tough dads yeah. that weren't gonna let you win shit, and you had to go out there and earn it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go out there and, and kick ass. That's the thing now. Now everybody's trying to be friends. Everybody yeah. wants to be friends in Kumbaya. But yeah, those the best athletes. You gotta, they, you, they, you gotta, you kind of gotta get killed even mm-hmm. to even become good. Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta be that guy who was who was getting beat consistently, yeah. and and guys telling you like, oh, you suck. Yeah, you, you can't go left. You can't go right. You can't dunk. Like, because that's, that's the stuff that motivates you more. And even, I mean, even with, with Michael Jordan, the thing I liked about him is he would talk shit and then smile and be like, oh, yeah. boy, you shit, boy. <laughs> you know, and just like, like that's, that, that I, I do miss that about basketball. But yeah, be, coming up, uh, yeah, my, my brother he used to whoop me in one-on-one all the time, man. So I, I would like really want to beat him. 
I was, and he would beat me and then talk shit. Oh, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna win, you know. And I, I don't want to play no more. And I come back and play, he beat me, you know. Until I started beating him, and then it was just like that. But it, I, I would never talk shit to him because I didn't want it to turn on yeah. at any moment. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. I got my, I got my win. I'm done. I'm done. Joel, with that. Joel I'm curious. I'm curious about uh, this. I'm curious about this because I always tell my dad, me and my dad, I, I mean, my dad, I grew up in a really strict household. My dad was re really strict on us, but growing up, he was really competitive. But I tell my dad to this day, and it was the same way, like, he talks shit to my dad, and I know I'm going to get the very best out of him because he's just going to come at me with everything he's got. And I'm six one. he's six foot seven. he's two, 250, I'm one, 185. So, I mean, he's going to – but I always told my dad, I said – and I wonder if you feel this way because I felt my dad's my dad, but I had that when we played sports, it was more of a brother relationship. So I'm curious as far as with, with you and your brother, like when we would play, I told my dad, I said, the, the best three feeling, the best three feelings that I have in this life are making money, having sex and beating you. I told him that I said, those are the best three feelings I've ever felt in my life, beating you, making money and having sex. And there's nothing that tops those three things. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's, tough, that's, that's how look that's the type of that's how i grew up and I, oh, like that's just the type of like and i know jordan jordan dude and 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 jordan and probably in this in that order making money having sex beating him but jordan's is probably beating you beating you beating you beating you beating you like mm -hmm. and and i don't like we talked about the first episode i was in i mean I, jordan what jordan would give up his money for six rings i think I think so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he would, I mean, he wouldn't give up. He wouldn't be, and I don't think he'd go poor for it, but I don't think he'd, you told Jordan, Hey, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you $200 million right now or, and, and no rings, or I'll give you, you know, six rings and two or, you know, I just think he would choose. I think he's that competitive. He doesn't give a shit. I think to him and the reason he's the greatest is because and nothing mattered to him except winning. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. You gotta win. Yeah. They, 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 those guys, like they, you know, become super competitive, man. It, it, it just becomes super competitive. I, uh, I just wanted to like playing against my brother. I just wanted to beat him, like, cause he would yeah. beat, he would beat me so much. He would like literally beat me every time I tried to play him one on one. And I didn't like really end up beating him until I got older. And I like, and that trash talking thing became a skill. Like it wasn't just, I couldn't just say. Oh, you're a bitch, or, or you're you, like yeah. I couldn't just say those. It, it had to, it had to be like a, uh, like you had to be funny with it. Like, oh, you know, uh, you know, thought you had that one. I had that in my pocket huh, the whole time. Yeah. Because you, <laughs> you know, be good. To, yeah. I didn't end up beating him, and then it become a thing. Like, kind of who's, who's, who's shit talking is the best. Mm -hmm. I didn't end up beating him, dude. Like, consider like, the last time we played, I, I beat him. This is before he got hurt and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and um. He would beat me so much, dude. I didn't even like playing him no more. And he would talk shit and, and beat you and talk shit. And it's like, shit, man, I was really playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, make you mad a little bit. But then the last time, the last time we were in uh, California at Loyola, and uh, we went and just got some shots up, just shoot around or whatever during the summer. And and then he was like, what you, that, that all you want? You know, kind of just size me up is that all you want to do is shoot that's all you want you know what I mean? i'm like oh let's let's go on and play one-on-one -on -one. so we go on and get some games in and boom beat him the first game 
I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I beat him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm excited. He's like, all right, run it back. I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> he, he beats me. He, he beats me the second time. And then, boom, so we got the tiebreaker. And then I go up, like, with guys like that, I go I go up, like, like seven to two or something. And we're going to, like, 11 or something. All ones, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, – uh, like the guys like that, it's like once they could, like once they start scoring, it's like shit. I can't let him score. I can't. He's gonna score if if he gets the ball. He's gonna score like two or three points in a row. Like it's not. It's not like he's gonna miss the shot or something or not get the, the look. Mm-hmm. And um, ended up happening. I got the ball back. Game down to game point. I think. Um, and it was like nine. Like I had the ball and I had to score to win. And you know, if you miss the shot, the ball goes to back to the other guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was pretty much put it in my mind. I have to make the shot, or I'm. If he gets the ball again, he's gonna win the game. You know what I mean? So I boom, put a move on him, hit the shot, and was like, yes. I actually like, like said, thank you God after I asked, thank you God, yeah, yes. And then he walked off. I was like, yeah. But then I didn't say nothing else because I didn't want him to come back out. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I feel. I feel like that's that's like, and and I. That's another thing. Like, and I played it. Hold on, then I just had to play it cool because I didn't want to be excited and I didn't want them to <laughs> go again. I was yeah. like, I, play, I went over there quiet and sat down. Everybody's in the gym looking around. So, yeah. That's funny. Let's go. <laughs> get some food or something. <laughs> that, 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 Did y'all play yeah, for anything? Or hey, bro. Just competition. That's what well, the thing, like, like, what reminded me of what Joel was talking about was when Chuck goes, you know, like, because I kind of feel this, like, you know, when you just you know someone's better than you because it doesn't matter how good you're playing that day and the luck mm-hmm. that the the luck you're playing with that day, they're still gonna beat you. And that's what Chuck said. He's like, that's the first time in my life that I just played my ass off, dropped, you know, Chuck but Chuck dropped like 42 points and was going off and was like, This is the first time in my life I've 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 thought to myself, I'm not the best basketball player on the score. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I feel that. And that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's it's always crazy when you're playing and you play against somebody that's, that you know is good and you know is like, this guy's good. And, you know, he's, he might be better than you, he's quicker than you or whatever. Yeah. And you, you're guarding him, you're playing him. And it's like, I mean, hell, they can score just like you can score. So it's, it, yeah. it, 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 it does, but they, 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 you got to have that competitive edge, the guy that wants to do little knickknacks, get the steal here, foul you there, pinch you, do little things that just be like, you're not going to win. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I, I love, I, I love that though. I love that though. I, I, that's how, that's how you make, that's how players become great. Well, that's yeah. that's what I think is the most special thing about the NBA and basketball is that m- more so than any other sport, you can have one player, and, it, and especially in that era. I mean, now it's getting a little bit different, but you can have one player just take over the game and just say, you know what, I'm not losing this. I'm not losing this damn game. Mm-hmm. Like I will do whatever I have to take, and 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 one player in the NBA can make such a diff- impact, especially in one game. Yeah. Um, that it's just like, and I think that's what another reason that why you have the star level of, of NBA players. Like, mm-hmm. like one player can impact the game so much that it's yeah. just it's different than any other league, and that's what makes it so exciting. Yeah, but I, I also the franchise they give them that franchise tag, right? Like they yeah, didn't even. Yeah. Like one player comes in, oh, he's the franchise now. Yeah, you know, and they go ahead and put everything, put the boat behind them, put the house behind them. Everybody puts their money up, sell a million jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And 
you know, get those tickets out there. That's, that's, just think about the pressure. Like, just think about that amount of pressure, like, coming in as a, as a, a rookie or, like, a second year, and then they, you go to a team, and they're like, oh, you're the guy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're paying you $15 million a year mm-hmm. for putting your poster all over the city and go yeah. win some fucking games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I, I think it's important for everyone, no matter which role you're playing in, whether you are the star or you're the sixth man or whatever, to have that mentality that that's that's how that's how teams win you know like and and become great is everybody has that mentality across the board no matter how big or small their role is that that's what i love that's what i love yeah that's what the championship team those are the championship teams the guys that have those mentalities yeah like guys they gotta just want to win like you know everybody has a different job you know Mm -hmm. The score, the guy who's scoring is getting all the praise, mm-hmm. most of the praise. But you got to have a guy that gets rebounds. You got to have a guy that gets block shots. It's it's, it's fifteen players on the, on the team. Yep. You got to have guys in practice challenging Michael Jordan enough to to come out there and play well. Like yeah. it, it's it's yeah. a whole. It one thing don't happen without the other. Like it, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Like because we see the guy that's scoring. Yeah. But it, it's it's a whole it's a whole team effort. Like. Um, you know, just like Mike, he all those he won the scoring title all those years, MVPs mm-hmm. all those years leading up. Couldn't do it until he had the right team and the coach. Right. You know, he couldn't couldn't get over that hump until, you know, until he had some 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 skin on him, like until he until he get, took some losses and and really found out how to win. Yeah, like, being able to trust his teammates. Mm-hmm. That, that's being that's that's what's. Yeah, that's what's important. You didn't have to go out there and try to score 40, 50 points, even though yeah. you could. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. you got to have other guys that can score, which will take the load off of you. Exactly. You don't have to it, – it'll make it – the game will just come to you now. You can yeah. take it over at any time. You, you, got, you can have a, te- a good team that had a team just stay in the game mm-hmm. and then just come take over the game. Like, all right, we're in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's what everybody, I think, love about Michael Jordan, man, and, and – uh and all the great athletes, man, if they could take it over at any moment. Yeah. And if they choose to, you know, that's yeah. the, that's what, that's what we love about those guys. Yeah. Just saw a video of Larry Bird yesterday, like all, all left hand. Okay, Mr. Celtics. <laughs> all game. <laughs> He's got to put his little Celtics plug in there. I have to say something about the Celtics anytime I can, man. <laughs> you know what? James Harden dropped a 60-point triple-double. No, I'm just <laughs> So you like when Mike Mike went in the what is it in there and put what did he did he draw like fifty five on them or something? Fifty or sixty. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna tell 60. you what, even though I knew the outcome of the game, the series, I was still afraid, man. I still, <laughs> I still, I still felt that that anxiety of oh my god, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I still felt that, even though knowing we were gonna win the series, it just, uh yeah. Michael Michael's a different beast, man. So. Fellas, let's let's transition because I'm glad that we started talking about other players and other teams and things of that nature. Let's talk about a specific team that was birthed and formed, a team known as the Dream Team. Now, is the birth of the original Dream Team we saw when in this time frame when we when they explained that this was the first time that. NBA players were actually going to be represented in the Olympics. And we saw this formation of a 
superstars that we never thought we would see on the same teams, hence the nickname Dream Team. Is the birth of the original Dream Team the reason for super teams of today? Oh, good question. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> so I'll say this: I don't. Yes and no. Because I think that number one, for uh, it's kind of hard to explain to be honest with you. First of all, I'll say this: it pisses me off that that players still don't want to play for their country. But I also get injuries, so especially like the Paul George thing in the FIBA, where he's literally just his leg went sideways. Um, but and really he hasn't been the same since. But he also switched teams. But um, I think this is the difference. I think yes and no. And what I mean that is this. I think that the emergence of super teams has been born from the Olympics. When I say that, it, I think because guys play together and they make the, the connections they make, they wouldn't make during the regular season, they've made during the Olympics. And then therefore they, they, you know, they want to play together. But I don't necessarily think that, I think the, the reason that the dream team is credited for that is because the dream team was the first team that was that played in the Olympics that was professionals. So yeah, yeah and no. Like they broke that barrier. And then once they opened the floodgates and guys started playing with each other, I mean you gotta think about it this way. Super teams, they've either most of the guys either you know played in, you know, like Westbrook and Harden, they they grew up together. But like a lot of these guys who are friends nowadays have become friends during, you know, FIBA. Olympics, um, you know, stuff like that. So that's where I think the difference is. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I feel like they I feel like every championship team is pretty much a is pretty much a dream team. Like if you just go break down every team that they won, whatever from Boston, you know, from let's 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 take your beloved Celtics and use them as an example. <laughs> <laughs> that they won. Okay. I mean, come on, they had Ray John Rondo. Kevin Garnett, yeah. Ray Allen, yeah. Paul Pierce, yeah. uh, Glenn yeah, Baby Big Davis, Big Baby, Baby Davis, Perkins, Perkins, Perkins. and not only that, all all in their primes, <laughs> all in their primes, like yeah. at the pinnacle of all of their careers, like yeah. Rondo was Posey, out here dropping twenty. Man, James Posey, Posey, James yeah. Posey, Tony Allen, Tony Allen. My boy from the grind. Oh yeah, yeah. I came to yeah. get Tony. Yeah, and he I'm was like, he was like our Marcus somebody. Smart. Really important too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they I mean, came to I mean, they had Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Ray John Rondo. Yeah, like that team right now would take with 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 you know we, that would go to the finals. Those guys would go to the finals. You know what I mean? Straight and then another team, like every every team. Yeah, yeah. So they may have you know, use that format. Like, yeah, we get some, we get some good guys here, but there's no guarantee that any of those guys are going to play good. Um, yeah. When you get them on a team, the dream team, they've already proven themselves. Like, yeah, they play for this team. We get them on USA. They're going to win. But when you start talking about individual cities and stuff, it's no guarantee that these guys are, but every team, all I'll have to say, every team is, is pretty much a dream team that has won the championship. I feel like that. I don't know if they took the, but even even before the Dream Team, when you think about the Lakers, mm -hmm. the Showtime Lakers, I mean they had fucking Magic Johnson and and, and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. and James Worthy, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's, hey, you know. I mean, if I was, you want, you want, you want championship caliber players. Like you want another guy. If even if you're the best guy on the team, you need another guy that's gonna be the best guy on the team. Yeah. Like people get hurt, you know, people go down, and you want to take some of that pressure off yourself, man. Like I, I, the, the the dream team was dope though. I feel like the redeem team would have gave them a run for their money though. Ooh, remember the team? I feel like I, I, I can see that. I can see them. I actually can see the redeem team beating them. Like I can see that. Like easy. Oh, yep. That's man. a debate that many people bring up a lot of times. Two K yeah, shot that debate. Hey, I remember that. Hold up. Yeah, now, 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 answer this for me. Is there a little bit of bias there? Because, because, because Bro was on the team. No, mm -hmm. no. I'm just talking to them. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I was there. I went to Beijing. I was there, so I saw it with my eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw uh I saw LeBron and Kobe take over. I saw uh Michael Red before he got hurt killing yeah. it. I saw yeah. uh Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony, Paul no. Pierce. No. Like uh I could I could probably name a couple more guys. You and know, they, they just Dwight Howard in his prime. Uh, dude, yeah, Dwight, Dwight Howard in his prime. Dwight Howard in his prime was was Shaq. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He was for like one year. What? Well, no, two years, no, two no. Years straight. He was like Shaq Diesel, bro. Bro, Dwight, Dwight for about four four years, and with in Orlando. Yeah, was, Orlando was the mod was the modern day Shaq. Yep. I mean, Orlando Dwight was different. Orlando Dwight, Dwight was, was yeah, not Mike different. Fitz. Orlando Dwight was dominant. Think yeah. about that team he took to the freaking finals. They went to the yeah. finals. Yeah. 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 And that was like his second or third year or something. Yeah, yeah. it was very early. Yeah. yeah. Who can, the, the, and the, it's easy to compare Dwight and Shaq because think about how similar they are. Orlando taking dominating size, yeah. defense, offense, taking him to the final, you know, with no, I mean, Give Dwight Penny. Nah, I'm just playing. That Orlando team was booty cheeks, though. <laughs> I played against Dwight Howard in high school when he played for the Atlanta Celtics. Now, this oh. is the Atlanta Celtics. They had Dwight. This is high school. They had Dwight Howard, Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, okay. and somebody else. Jesus. Oh, oh, Joel, Joel, hopefully I, hopefully I, get, I gain some respect here. I played against the Atlanta Celtics in AAU. Uh -huh. Holy mother! <laughs> so actually, so I grew up. I grew up in Atlanta. So I played AAU. One, uh, one of my best friends growing up played for the Celtics. Mm -hmm. name, two of them actually, Cameron Cox um, and Jordan Usher. Jordan Usher plays. Jordan Usher played for Southern Cal and now plays for Georgia Tech. And Cameron Cox, he plays for West Florida, and they played for the Celtics and. And we played against them, and man, that was yeah. And then of course Bills. they have the history, yeah. I mean, it wasn't Josh Smith, and and but I think like so the Celtics actually when I played against them, Jalen Brown was on the team. Yeah. Oh. What year did what year were you in? Uh, what year did you play AAU ball? Uh, that was that was probably I think that year was two thousand and fourteen. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's that's recent. That's very. Oh yeah. Recent. No, I'm young. I'm young. I'm, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, no, no. no, no, no it wasn't Josh Smith. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. No. 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 But I played against Jalen Brown. I played against because Jalen played for Wheeler High School, but yeah, in Georgia where I grew up. But I mean, my sport was football, Joel, and I played against like Deshaun Watson. My my rival in high school was Cedartown, which where Nick Chubb played, like guys like that. But but in in basketball, Jalen Brown was on that Atlanta Celtics team, and I mean the man was just yamming. But yeah, the Atlanta Celtics would. That's funny that you bring that up. But yeah, because the Atlanta Celtics, like that's the AAU team in Atlanta, in Georgia. Yeah, is the Celtics. Yeah. We went out and played them in Vegas. I played for the Texas Blue Chips, and we played them in Vegas. And I remember they were – it was like highlights that they were showing on the TV when you come in the gym, and they were showing Atlanta Celtic highlights. And, like, Josh Smith was run, windmilling from the free throw line. It was like, that man was raw. <laughs> Josh Smith was raw. I grew up going to those Hawks games with Jamal Crawford, Al Horford, Al Horford and, and Josh Smith. And, and uh, yeah. those boys were raw. They were, uh, they were nice. They were nice. That was nice. a good team. That was a good team. Oh, Derek, I'm, I'm, hey, I know you were saying that time when they went, uh, what was that, seven games? I know you were nervous that year, boy. Hey, man, and listen. Man, <laughs> I remember that series. Hey, oh, my man. goodness. Love I thought y'all was about to lose for a sec, boy. They had me scared. I was like, you talking about the, You talking about the 08 championship? Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. Josh Smith, Joe Johnson, and all them boys was. Oh, uh, yeah. And Joe was the clutch. Joe. Joe was, yeah. Clutch Joe. Yeah. yeah. What would happen? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nail biter, man. Atlanta, like Atlanta had some dogs, man. That was the most competitive series they had that year in the East, wasn't it? I think so. I got to go back and look. I think so, though. That is, that's a team I grew up watching it was Joe Johnson, Jamal Crawford, Al Horford. And uh, Josh Smith, I was just so happy when we got Al Horford in Boston. And then they finally, and then so and then happy. they started to add, they started to add a little Jeff Teague in there. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, Jeff Teague was something else, man. Uh, then they got Schroeder, and it just went downhill from there. <laughs> well, the problem was is they got rid of Boonholzer, who's a freaking yeah. That was the biggest coach mistake. In the NBA. That was their biggest mistake getting rid of Boonholzer. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hey, so now, what do y'all think about uh? The state of basketball right now in sports, with everything that's going on, what what do y'all see happening with uh, like a, like a date possibly to see some action? Bro, like, Derek Derek is so opposed to the season happening, and the only reason he is is the same reason I am because as a Houston Rockets fan, I and as a Celtics fan, he knows he's not going to win the championship this oh, year. No, 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 no. So he just no. wants him to oh, no, cancel no, 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 the no. season. Oh no, 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 <laughs> yes, no. no. I actually believe that if we were to resume the season now, the Celtics would have the upper hand, definitely in the East. Definitely in the East. Oh. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. But I believe, Over the Bucks? Yeah. The Bucks – listen, I've, I keep saying this. The Bucks will not prove to me that they are the team in the East until they can actually win the East. Okay, I feel that. But what about I, the Celtics? Ever. But why can you say the Celtics when they have one in the East? Could, They've been to the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron and almost won it. Like, oh, I hate right almost there. almost only Jason counts Tatum, in hand grenades and horseshoes, brother. J- Jason Tatum, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, I, I, and and, and Kimba Walker together are that's that's a crazy combination. I believe in the Celtics over the Bucks 
because of coaching, because of uh, defensive play, um, because of their chemistry, and they have a deeper roster. I, I, so I don't – Eric Bledsoe is not going to do what he does in the regular season and the postseason. I, I still haven't seen it. So I, I Eric Bledsoe is one of the most underrated defenders in the league. But, yes, you're right. Defensively, yeah, you can say that. Um, I just – to resume the season right now makes no sense to me because I don't want to see the, the, the schedule end up getting pushed for the following year and then, and then uh, after that. I don't want to see that. I would rather see them just cut the season right now. No champion. We move forward and just re- <clears throat> excuse me, resume next season. In Trust me, I'm all about that. I want the Rockets. I want the Rockets and Westbrook to get more chemistry. I want them to get that roster. They're probably going to fire Dan Tony, and I don't want them to hire Thibodeau. Whatever. Tom is, but look, this is the thing. <laughs> I love him. The, man. Do you <laughs> actually love him, man. Joel? Love him, hold up. Man. Let me ask this, Joel. If the season, if the, I want to ask this, Joel, just one question before I get on this Thibodeau rant page. How do you feel about the NBA landscape as far as if the season resumes right now, who wins the championship? The Lakers. Okay. Oh, he said the Lakers. Yeah. Or, or uh, who else was it? Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah, the Lakers, the Lakers. He's like, see, nah. I, I see a Boston. <laughs> it was somebody LA. else that I thought had a chance. Derek's like, it's for sure the Celtics. No, I see Boston <laughs> LA finals. I, I, I see Boston LA finals. I just don't know which LA team. I see the Lakers, man. I've been all LeBron haters and it's like, yes. To be honest with you, LeBron, I'm a LeBron. Like, I'm, a Le- I'm a LeBron hater. I'm a LeBron hater. So to be honest LeBron with you, I like hope. they won't let me be great. I, guys like, guys I, like, I, I hope that. I hope they I hope they cancel the season because I know all I am is a Rockets fan. I know we ain't winning shit, and I just don't want LeBron to win anything else. Yeah. And then the guys <laughs> like Steph Curry that got hurt and Klay Thompson are probably like, another yeah. year to rebuild. We're going to kill yeah. him. We know he's not going down yeah. the best. The Warriors are going to be scary next year. They're going to be scary. Don't tell me. They're going to be scary, man. Bro, there's no team this, I fucking hate more than the Golden State Warriors. I will fucking I, I <laughs> Yeah, the rivalry you guys have had, of course you hate. You should hate them. We should have a fucking ring. Houston, <laughs> you think is that who you think will win, Parker? If if the if the season started back up, the rivals. No, I'm a s I'm a major homer. So I'm gonna say yes, but no, I know they're not I'm the I'm a huge Rockets fan. I'm a I love like I mean I got my I'm a Rockets fan. And and I just want, I just want, I wanted so bad for Chris Paul and James Harden to win a ring. And now I just, I would, I would, I just, when I'm, I'm being for real, I love my, my first sport is college football. I love the Florida Gators. I'm being for real. If James Harden ever runs a ring, I'm going to set up my TV and I'm just going to fucking cry, bro. I'm just going to be so happy for him, especially with Westbrook, bro. I just want that man to like have I a ring. I want the criticism. He had a Bro. chance to win a ring, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, Trevor Ariza couldn't hit a fucking three. Don't get on my no, boy, okay? No, no, I'm going way back. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about against the Heat when he cut, you know, he was the one guy that didn't show up. When you had Westbrook and you that had is, Durant, Yeah, you know what? They didn't uh, utilize him. They didn't utilize him. They didn't utilize him, right? How are you gonna use how are you gonna use the great how are you gonna use the the greatest score? In the modern NBA, as a six man, 
that was his role. Yeah, that was his role. <laughs> and, and, and see, see, that's the thing. That's another thing also. Like we were talking about this uh, earlier. There are guys that are able to buy into that into that role that they need to, that they need to play to win a championship. Yeah, and so guess guys what? Guys like Dennis Rodman, the guys like Chris Bosh, the, the the guys like Kevin Love that could actually say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and 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 sacrifice my scoring to win. Yeah, Those and that's a rare fucking have, breed. Have, yes, they, they and are, you, and, and and they and, have my respect forever. Oh, 100%. guys like James Harden. You know, I'm not saying he can't win a championship, but Kobe Bryant even said this what two years ago. You will not win a championship playing the way he does. Kobe Bryant said Period. that also. Kobe also said You're not gonna tell that, me that you're gonna disagree with Kobe Bryant on that. The Kobe also dude, well, first of all, you can't just be like you can't say that now because if I say no, then I sound like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Bro, listen to me. Kobe also said that if he had to pick one player that was most like him in the NBA, it was James Harden. Okay. But but most like him, but is he just like him? No, no, no. Look, you know what, Derek? Dwayne, ask the next question. Let's get back to Michael. <laughs> I need you to get up, yeah. my boy. Joel, Joel was asking about the state of the NBA today, you know? So. Yeah, I mean, my thing was, do y'all even think it's going to happen? Like, yes or no? Like, is no. it do you nah. think? No. There's no, there's no way it could because you think about how everybody, all players, all coaches have to be in one area with their families. That that doesn't it, – it pretty much – that's like almost like a little small city at that point with how many people are going to be in that area. I don't think it, that that would work. Even though I think he's overrated, who's the most woke coach in the NBA? Not, well, other than Greg Popovich. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, I, there was report. <laughs> there was a report today that Steve Kerr, that Steve Kerr was um, was just like acting like Steve Kerr's like on vacation already. Like he, he's just like I'm. I mean, also his team's won 15 games this, re- this year. That's why he's the most. Yeah, he'd be in vacation mode anyway. So it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, they weren't doing anything know. this season. I don't know, Dwayne. Hook us up because they're gonna roast my boy James, and I'm ready to freaking get my drink no, but, on, and eat some guacamole. But hold on. What What do you think, though, Joel? About what? Oh, About, if they're gonna they do it? Back. Yeah, if they come back. I I don't know. I, that's why I, I kind of wanted to get you guys' opinion. Uh, I I I think they. I, I'm remaining optimistic. I would like to just say yes because it's supposedly playoff time right now. But the way the way things are going, it doesn't. It doesn't really look like it. I mean, baseball, football, everything is is done. So, I, well, that's I the thing. I, I think football because football claims that they're gonna just completely start regardless. Well, that's not, the thing. That's back. the thing. I think the NBA is not going to because you know what also makes the NBA so great. Number one is they promote their all stars, but number two is the reason that the NBA is is been become so prominent is because they don't compete against football. They're in a completely different time of the year. Your playoffs are a completely different time of the year. If you're going to take, I promise you, if you're going to take the NBA and start it in and start in August, September, and compete against college football and NFL, mm-hmm. their viewership is going to go. Because if you, I love the NBA, I'm a huge NBA fan, and I think NBA is the best professional league in, out of every single league in the, the like in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking me, would you rather watch a Florida Gator game or college football or, or our, our NBA, I would tell you I would watch. I'd rather watch football. I'm watching or the NBA football. playoffs. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's but the problem is, is that if you ask me if I would rather watch the finals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now the finals I'm going to pick. Now the playoffs, do you think I want to watch, what is it? The Grizzlies pay, play the Lakers? No. Nah, that would actually be a good game. Right. Well, that would actually be a good game. John Moran. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. John Moran is crazy. John Moran is a stud, but he ain't there yet. So y'all calm down. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, John Moran. John Moran, bro, are you trying to convince me that John Moran and his second place player Giannis Valanciunas is gonna go beat LeBron and Anthony Davis? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, that's a sweep, bro. Get the broom out. It's a sweep. It's a sweep, but I I, I would watch it. It's a sweep, maybe, yeah. yes. But right. it's a sweep they're going to earn. It's not a sweep that they're going to get <laughs> like LeBron did oh, to the Atlanta dude. Hawks. You know what's funny yeah, is I forgot awesome that Dwayne's a Memphis fan. I forgot Dwayne's a Memphis fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. We're Grind City, okay? We're Grind City for a Bro, reason. I forgot you're a Memphis fan. My condolences. I'm telling you. Watch yeah, out for that yeah, not not all sleeps are created. They say people. future Kobe, future Westbrook. <laughs> oh, we got Westbrook Ooh. by a mile, a milestone, man. I'm telling you, y'all wait. Y'all he's Westbrook. He's Westbrook. he's Westbrook with a three. Westbrook, Westbrook. I can see that. before injuries. Okay, so I do not want that comparison for Ja. Ja is going to be so much better. Trust me. He's a little. He's a little smoother than Westbrook. Yeah, I agree. yeah, I agree. I think I think Jaw is a combination of I think Jaw actually I think Jaw's a lot like Rose before injury, because Westbrook's more of a bully, mm-hmm. and Rose was was finesse. finesse. That's, yeah, yeah. Watch um, what like Rose when he dunked, it looked like he was just like like an eagle. And that's like, but Rose, <laughs> but but bro, but Westbrook. When Westbrook, it's like a fucking bull, like, oh, like, you, like yeah. you know what I mean? There's a difference between those two. You know what? Come on. <laughs> we'll see. Now, now, fellas, I, I just refresh everyone's memories here, just to, just to say, because that is a great question Joel asked. So, given the fact that we are in the spirit of what would have been playoff season, we would have seen the Milwaukee Bucks take on. The Orlando Magic. We would have seen the Toronto Raptors take on the Brooklyn Nets. We would have seen Derek's Boston Celtics take on those beloved imploding 76ers. We would have seen the one Miami game. they would have won one take game. on the Indiana Pacers. And that's in the east side. On the west side, you got the Lakers and the Grizzlies, the Clippers and the Dallas. Mavericks, that young Luca, you know, the future. The one that would have been, 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 been a good one. That would have actually been really Clippers good. That would have been really good. Come on. We would have seen the Denver Nuggets go against the Houston Rockets. Parkers, Houston Rockets against the Denver We would have beat that ass. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that because you guys were the sixth seed. So that would have yeah, been we were the Yeah, no, trust me. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You think with being a uh, small ball, you guys would have won that series? At a sixth seed. So that at means you got home court events. Against yeah. the Nuggets? Yeah. They have Bro. they have Jokic. The Nuggets had one of the better better uh, uh, records in the league, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the Nikola Jokic. You, hold up. 
Nikola Jokic, do you really think you would have beaten them without a, a real center? First of all, uh, did you see us put that beat down on the Lakers? Did you One game. See? One game. Do you think in a series against Nikola Jokic, you guys would have won? That's a lot of size. And yeah, I but I you know what? Yes, because you know why? To the you basket. Think Nikola Jokic looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You think he could have run with with our boys? Nah, son. We was going up and down the court. PJ Tucker would have put his nutsack on his Russian ass big nose, and it would have been over. Okay, that's what would have happened. <laughs> no. Yes, I do think it would have happened because this is the deal. You can look at guard play. You have Jamal Murray, and that's pretty much it. And you have Westbrook and Harden. They would have taken over the game. It doesn't matter the pace they would have played at versus that game. Yo. Jokic, his biggest flaw has always been if you slow down the game and Jokic dominates in the paint, yes, the Nuggets are going to win. And they've had decent guard play to back it up. But Jokic cannot play a high-tempo game. You've seen him. He's yeah. always been a bigger guy. He's, he's actually he's, – he's Kevin Love. He's Timberwolves' Kevin Love. <laughs> Fatter, good a little more presence in the paint and can pass a little bit better, but that's it. Like you're going to tell me Jokic is going to, and Jokic would have played probably in that series. Jokic would have played 28 minutes a game. What type of defense is Houston playing? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what defense wins games, wins championships. It does. It wins championships, but it doesn't win first round series against the fucking nuggets. I know, I know why Derek asked that question. I understand why you're saying that, Mr. Celtics, but listen. No, I'm not even talking about the Celtics right now. I know, but listen. listen. Those defenses we play, I'm not even talking about them right now. It's all opinion, but all I'm saying is this. They were to let – even if Jokic wouldn't have been able to stay on the court that long, probably max 30 minutes, and when they would have played when – when he would have been on the court, they would have let him get his. And that's it. They would have let him get his. I think, I think people sleep on how Michael Porter – was actually think about it on the offensive ball. Who's who's who is Jokic guarding? Who's Jokic guarding? PJ Tucker. That's why I'm PJ. asking you that. But Jokic that's, is coming. Okay, okay, okay. For instance, that's his so matchup. if he's guarding PJ Tucker, where does PJ PJ? I've never. P, does PJ Tech? Have you ever seen PJ Tucker post up in the paint? No, he's on the wing. So if Jokic yeah. is on the wing, Jokic on the wing, and you have, or I'm sorry, if Jokic is in the corner with. With with PJ Tucker and you have James Harden and Westbrook on the wings, who's in the lane? And who's going to win that match? Who's who? Tell me this: who who Michael can't Porter James Jr. Harden and West Westbrook not get past? Oh, yeah, I have, to, I have to agree. With, I have to agree with Parker. I was I would think the Rockets would win that one too, man. Like, Thank hands you, down. you? I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because just because of the experience. Yeah, the experience yeah. is there. The experience is there. I just. They, I don't. I, okay, so I know they have they have them on speed. I get that, but I don't see they can't defend pretty much anything. With the Why they would just they outscore them? They would just Correct. outscore. Correct. That's that's always been look. Yeah, that's the and see, I don't philosophy. Think that, I don't think that that always that always works. Like it works. It doesn't it works. always work, and they weren't going to win a championship, but they were going to beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets don't have good enough guard play. I can't. I can't disagree with you on that. They would no. They don't get me wrong. Roster. If they would have got, if they would have played the Lakers or the Clippers in a seven-game series, they would have lost. But anyone in the West, they would have gone. They would have gone past five. Okay, well maybe maybe six. Uh, no, no the, Rocket, the Rockets, Rockets no. would not have been able to get against the Lakers. No, no, no. 
I'm not going to argue that, but I will argue this. Rockets would have – I think Rockets – I think Rockets were the third best team in the West this year. Rockets, they would be my second favorite to win the championship, the Rockets. Really? Yep. I got <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Rockets. I, I like the Rockets. I thought – I feel like, you know, the Rockets are good. They got just as much of a chance as – I no, I, I like them. I like the rock. I like the but hey, yeah, both hey, LA teams I, were definitely. A I'm not. Two. I'm not hopping on. I'm not hop. <laughs> I'm not getting on another podcast unless Joel's on it. Okay. <laughs> 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 but the Lakers, though. All right, but the Lakers. All right. Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm pro LeBron. I'm wherever he at. I, I think they got. They're gonna win. I think wherever LeBron is, they have. A, they definitely have a chance to win. And this was this like was, they're gonna win. Hold up, I want to ask I want to ask Joel this before cuz I'm going to have to hop off pretty soon here so I'd like to ask Joel this question real quick cuz I think this is an important question to ask cuz first of all his brother played with LeBron one championship with LeBron if he knows if he if anyone is going to answer this question and be the most knowledgeable especially in our group Joel who's the goal who between LeBron and Jordan who's better uh, shit, Jordan, man. Just looking okay. at the- uh, <laughs> look, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here, folks. LeBron, LeBron is a great guy, man. LeBron is a LeBron is a James, a great guy. He always speaks will speak to me. He would always come up and shake my hand out of nowhere. I'd be like, oh shit, he surprised me. He's like, oh yeah, what's up, LeBron? He know yeah. LeBron. Yeah, I know LeBron. And like, yeah, he I I would I mean Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, man, because Le- you know. I just hey, um, I want to be like Mike. Sometimes I dream. <laughs> I thought about that bro. The song that he had. He bro, about how hard that song was. Joel, that song was good. Man. First of all, first of all, Joe hit that shit right there. He did. He did. <laughs> Damn, Damn son. Joe hit that song but like the lyrics. Damn, sometimes bro, I Joel. dream that he is me. Yeah, Joel he is everything. I dream to me. Hey, hey, I just called. I just, by the way, I just emailed ESPN. Joel Bosch, brother of Chris Bosch, says Michael's the best. We're getting content here. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> no, slight, no slight to LeBron. LeBron is LeBron, man. LeBron yes. is a great player. He's a great guy. But Michael Jordan, um, you know, I mean, LeBron, just LeBron looking, is, at it, looking at it. Yeah, LeBron but, is the best of this era. Yeah. The, yeah, Jordan's like a besides, scorer. Besides he's a, he's a, hard. Jordan's yeah. a pure scorer. He's mm-hmm. smaller. He was smaller. He was a pure scorer. He could jump out of the gym. He could score. He's yeah. like Two dominant. You know, the thing that the thing that I think separates him is that uh, is that Jordan was like everybody. The thing that everybody said. Jordan wanted the ball. He wanted the last shot. He wants to take over the game. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the champion. He wants to be the hero. Yep. Um, and um, you know, he, he, I think he, that trait, is, you know, is defined, it's a little bit, he has that, it's a little bit stronger than, than LeBron's. Is. LeBron's a great guy, though. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, I, LeBron, I think he's LeBron awesome. He's the best player right now. Yeah. I would hate to guard LeBron James. Like, he's oh, a yeah. 6'9 point guard, 260 pounds, 270 pounds. You can't even imagine, I can't even imagine that. Pure sure, muscle. I'm 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, There's no way in hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way in hell that he's probably a better all around player. Bro, that'd be Isaiah, that'd be Isaiah Thomas, Celtics Isaiah Thomas, guarding LeBron, bro. Yeah, yeah. Muggsy Bogues out there guarding LeBron. <laughs> hey, Robinson, you know, unless you know, hey. Oh god. One time yeah. I was when I was in Beijing, 
a story about LeBron. I was in Beijing hanging out with those guys, and they they like played cards and talked crap, and like until like man, like five, six in the morning. And I'm I'm tired. I'm like, man, you guys are crazy. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And I went to bed, and they were up before me, uh, eating breakfast, shooting shooting around, and all that stuff. But one time, come I came out of the room, and we're in the hotel. And I'm walking down the hallway, and LeBron comes out of a room, and he's walking down the hallway, and it's just us two in the hallway. It's usually like a whole thing around LeBron, like you can't really go get close to him, you know, without going through two or three people. And um, it was like we were the only two in the hallway, and we we're walking towards each other. And I was like, oh shit, LeBron, we're about to pass each other. Like I'm, I'm saying this to myself, like, oh yeah, I'm about to say what's up to him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to get my dap in, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, now we're walking toward it. We're getting closer and closer. And I'm starting to kind of get nervous a little bit. And he takes off running directly towards me, full speed. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I, <laughs> I start kind of, like, banging, like, okay, what in the hell? And then he, at this time, I weigh, like, 200 pounds, right? I'm, like, 190 now. But he swoops me up and throws me over his shoulder, dude. And, throw, and starts running with me down the hallway. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? You know what I'm saying? And he's like running, like, running. And then he kind of just throws me to the side and keeps running down the hallway. And then I was like, the fuck was that? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus, that's an out of body. Like, I don't care. I didn't even know what to do or how to like get from, but that was, so that was my, that was one of my interactions. That's cool. It was kind of weird, but it was, That's it hilarious. was cool. bro. It was cool. The most famous wow. person I met was Queen Latifah in Atlantic Station. So you got me beat, bro. <laughs> ah, yeah. Queen Latifah, she got me my first job. I live in Atlanta now. She got oh. me my first job in Atlanta. How about that? Oh, That's awesome. Adult. I also met Shipper Jones. I can't really say that, but I did see Queen Latifah in a in a freaking Mercedes, and I was just like, Queen. She's like, "What's up, baby?" And I was like. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I didn't really even know her that well. I was like 14. And I just saw Bring the House Down with, and I was like, oh shit. That's not what yeah, you know. Yeah, that Steve, Steve Martin. That's, yeah. not where you know, that's, not where you, that's not where you know her from, though, right? No, 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 dude. Okay. All okay, right. first of all, first all right, of all, I have to make it sure, man. Derek, Derek, let me hold up. Derek, Derek, look at me. Where do you think I know Queen Latifah from, bro? Come on. It's Bring the House Down. I'm like 22. I'm a white male. You could have. You, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't meet her on Punk. No. <laughs> hey, Punk. I'm sure that, you got that before. With Ashton Kutcher, like Ashton Kutcher, bro. Dude, he's not. I thought he's he not was Ashton Kutcher for a second. I ain't gonna lie. Dude, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I get that all the time, especially when I wear a hat. Joel, dude. Look, first exactly of all, let me like tell you all. I love Joel. I'm gonna I'm gonna vouch for Joel. This man likes a rocket. Tells me I look like a celebrity. I mean, my God, <laughs> that's funny. Oh my God, man, no. that's hilarious. So, well, Dwayne, you got another. I I will say this. I do have to run a little bit. I'm I'm sure y'all y'all got some stuff to do. So you got another question for us? So we need to we gotta wrap this up. Man, absolutely. Um, wow. I guess you know there was so many. We got so off topic, guys. We are. Sorry. I know we did. It was good. But look, we got a special guest in the house. When where wherever he wants to take it, we take it. 
Yeah. We take it, you know, and and, exactly. and we just gotta we gotta go with the guest man, the man of the hour. You know what I mean? So I guess I'll ask this because I was gonna ask Joel a segue question, and this is the perfect perfect way to ask that. So we saw where there was some interaction between MJ and a young up and coming in your face, Kobe Bryant. And what I want to ask Joel, but this is going to tie into a question I asked, but I specifically wanted to ask Joel here. You know, we talk about Mount Rushmore's of NBA players all the time. And rest in peace to Mr. Bryant, because it seems like now, you know, when they say that saying, never know what you got until it's gone. Now, see, before Kobe's recent passing, everybody talked about their Mount Rushmore's, and everybody seemed to leave. Mr. Bryant out of their Mount Rushmore because of Jordan and the mirror image of these two individuals. So we saw in this documentary where Jordan really, you know, he thought of Kobe, but he didn't think too highly of Kobe at that time just yet. and referred to him as that little Laker boy. <laughs> now, I want to know, guys, this is for Parker and Derek, I asked you two, did Jordan see a mirror image of himself in a young Kobe Bryant at that time? But where I would ask Joel is, Joel, who exactly is in your Mount Rushmore of all-time NBA players? Uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, okay. Chris Bosh, okay. and... Uh, oh, that's four, right? Mount Rushmore? That's four. Oh, I was thinking the top five. Okay, I'm just trying to think of a top starting five. But that's okay. That's give him. Well, that's yeah. Go starting five. That's I don't want to. I didn't mean to cut you out. Just that's fine. That's I, I, no, no, no. Give me five. I'll, give me, give me a little another one for fun. I would have to say, uh, man, for fun. Ah, it's tough. I don't even know anymore now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had the Mount Rushmore's four heads, but I just have to stick. I'm gonna stick with those. I, what we say, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. There's a starting five. I would say Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal. Starting five, I have to take my brother out of there. Uh, Tim Duncan, and I, I don't know a good a good guard. I can't even think, like, you know, there's so many good guards I could just name. But I, I would just stick with those. I just stick with those. Those I just named. That's good. That's a good list. Yeah, yeah that is really good. I will say, I always think, like, the. I think it's hard to go Mount Rushmore versus starting five. My starting five, if I'm going guard to center, I would go different from than my Mount Rushmore of best players. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think, yeah. like, like, but I, I'll, I'll name mine real quick and then talk about Kobe for a second. But Mount Rushmore, to me, as his top four players ever, non-bias, Kobe, Michael, LeBron. Oh, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. Kobe, Michael, LeBron. <laughs> and then I think I would go, believe it or not, I'd probably put Magic there. Now, if I'm going, if I'm going, yeah. if I'm going top five of all time, just from like, from, you know, one through five, I'm going Magic, Jordan, LeBron. I'm probably going Duncan at my four, and I'm going Olajuwon at my five. 
And that's, I think, one of the most underrated players ever. But, but, and, yeah. but as, yeah, but as, but as far as Kobe, I think that Michael definitely saw himself, saw Kobe in himself. And you can see that for two examples. Number one, Michael tried to emasculate Kobe off the bat and talk trash and be like, that young Lego boy, I wouldn't pass him the ball. You can, Michael doesn't do that unless he feels threatened because he's not going to even bother you with, with you unless that. And number two, once he started to get to know Kobe, he mentored Kobe. And he wouldn't mentor Kobe unless he saw himself in him. Yeah. And even to this day, he talks about younger brother and stuff like that. And, and if you think about it this way, Michael totally saw himself in Kobe because who – I've never seen – you don't see Michael Jordan emotions. And who I, – I think it's like, you know, how people talk about I've never seen my dad cry. Well, that's the same thing with Michael. I've never seen Michael show emotions. I mean, you're starting to see a little more about that now, but he's more – the only person he was ever, ever open with his emotions about was Kobe Bryant. Well, you saw when his dad died too. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I think there were, there's only been a few times we. But like, it took his father that. and then Kobe Bryant for that man to see that man cry. Like, you well, know what I mean? He won the first championship. He cried. He cried yeah, because him. that man like gave everything he had. Like, yeah. You got to think about it this way. It took that man going over the mountain of Larry Bird, Mike, Magic Johnson, you know, the Pistons mm-hmm. to win the championship. That made him cry, which, you know. I mean, dude, I'm I'm not. I would cry if the Rockets won a championship. And I'm not even the one in the locker room. Yeah. You got his dad dying, and then you got Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like, and then the Hall of Fame like, speech. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about my. I mean, Derek just keeps adding shit. <laughs> but, but but listen, that, you're talking about you're talking about monumental, like life changing things, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah like yeah. and like, what other what other player would would have Michael done that for? I mean, you, you think about it this way. Michael, what does Michael say about LeBron? Nothing. He speaks about Westbrook a lot. He speaks about Westbrook because he sees the same tenacity. But yeah. but, but he ain't going to cry over Westbrook. Kobe was different. Kobe was yeah. different to Michael. That relationship was different. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you my starting five. So I'm going to go... Magic, Michael, Larry at the three. I love you, bro. <laughs> Larry at the three. Then I'm going Tim Duncan at four and Shaq at five. Mm. That'll be my starting five. I, I go back and forth with a little bit. Sometimes I put a large one at four and Shaq at five. But it also depends on what era and what type of basketball I'm playing. Yeah, because technically you could put Duncan at the five if you wanted to. Exactly. Or you could put, or you could put Dirk at the four. Or you could put Dirk. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Dirk, yeah, Dirk a good three, four. Man. That's what when you were when Joe was talking about teams that haven't won that were a super team. The only thing I can think of is is modern day is Dirk. That man, the second best player on that man's team was Jason Terry. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. They had a good team. They had Sean. They had Sean Marion. Are you talking? We talking about the year that they lost, or they won? They won. They won. Yeah, that that, that have... was better three two because I'm from Dallas, but they oh, were playing yeah. against the Heat. Yeah, they were playing. So yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. and that was the first was like, year that. But you know what? In hindsight, and I think you know this too, Joel. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure your brothers even said it. That was good for them. Whether they want to say it or not, it was good for them. 
Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It was bitter, like on my end. It, it was it was tough, man. Because you just you kind of just thought that they would win, and that was the year that they swept the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They swept oh, the, the Mavericks. Swept the yeah. Lakers. They, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a crazy was just, year. Yeah, I, think, I yeah, I do think. Um, and they had Jason Kidd. Yeah. Yeah. They did have. That's the thing. They had kid. They had kid, but kid was. I mean, kid was on his way out. Kid was on his way out to go. That's like the thing was is they had a good. They had like if you were taking every player in their prime, they were a good team. Mm-hmm. But you know, and Jason Terry's a solid ball player. I mean, but they had. I mean, really, at that time, their second best player was either a washed up Jason Kidd. A, a disintegrating Vince Carter. It was Josh Howard. That was their guy. Like that was their number. Like he was a big deal on that team. That time. Josh Howard. Mm-hmm. But like, like you think about it now, you think about those guys. Like who's one? Who's the guy that sticks out except Dirk? Nobody. Dirk. <laughs> yeah. Dirk. Exactly. Yeah, Dirk. Wait. Did you say Vince Carter? Vince Carter was on that team. Yeah. The championship team. Was sure. I, uh. I don't think he was. He I don't think Vince he was, was on that match. He doesn't have a ring. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think he's got a ring oh, yet. He, he wasn't yeah. on the championship team. I'm thinking about the next year. Yeah, the he next was season. he. Yeah. The next season, he had a clutch shot in the playoffs to take him to, I think, second round. I mean, I, yeah, but no. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Give my boy Vince a ring. That's Damn, why I was hoping he went back to Toronto when they actually won a title. Like that's that, that, that's why I was hoping he would go there. Um, so I was hoping he'd go to Houston, but then the Warriors. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yes, it's all good. <laughs> Derek's like, go to the Celtics. I swear we'll win a ring. <laughs> oh, we're close. I'm we are playing. close. I know. We are very close. I'll say this, though. Hold, I, I do have to go, y'all. I don't know if I, I – so, I mean, I do have to go. Y'all can continue. Yes, but, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but if we want – I mean, do you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap right, this cool. one up, though. Yeah, we can, we can wrap it up, man. Um. Without further ado, again, guys, we thank you so much. Uh, we know we kind of got super on and off topic regarding episodes five and six. Uh, so what I want to do real quick is go around the room before everybody gives their final, where you can follow them. Go ahead around the room, guys. Give your final thought on what you just thought about five and six of The Last Dance in conclusion before we go on to next week's seven and eight. I thought the five and six was great. You know, I'm, I, I think the whole series is great. I'm really looking forward to the last four episodes. You know, I, I thought, uh, you know, I think it's good to see, you know, that, that Jordan is a, is, a, is a man like everybody else, you know, and they, you know, and that, uh, hey, you know, he gets scrutinized like everybody. I think it's great. And um, I, I just, I love the series, man. I'm a, I'm a big Jordan fan. I have, you know, he could, pretty much do no wrong in my eyes. Um, I love Jordan, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, hold up. Is he, Joe, where can we follow you at, man? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Joel Bosch, J-O-E-L-B-O-S-H. Uh, same thing on Facebook. Um, you can pretty much look me up on everything, man. I'm on on, on all social sites. Joel Bosch on Instagram. Check me out. All right, all right. He's getting my damn follow because he he backed my rockets. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, what's yours? I got to follow everybody oh, on here. Oh, absolutely. I know. I'll say my takeaway before I get to my at name. My takeaway was I think this is the first 
first episode as far as five and six that I mean they obviously they put I mean we've continued to see Jordan rise on that, that pedestal. But I think it was the first time we could see Jordan as an actual human mm-hmm. and feel those emotions of being overwhelmed and stressed and just wanting to get out of the limelight. Um, so I thought it was cool. I'm I'm really excited to see the next couple of episodes and sad that it's going to end here and you know we only got two more weekends of this thing. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, it's always a pleasure with you guys, man. I love talking to y'all, and especially with Joel on the thing now. It's It's been awesome. And um, y'all need to follow me at uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's always at Parker Gailey. And then my last name's G-A-I-L-E-Y. So that's it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's been good talking to y'all. I always enjoy this. I know we go on rants, but um, it's always good content for sure. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I think uh... – just like you guys said, it was amazing seeing the human Michael Jordan instead of just the basketball god. I I loved seeing that, um, and it 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 uh just makes me uh, have more respect for him and and for those teams. To be honest, um, what they were able to accomplish, three peats are not a uh that's not an easy thing to do. So that that's and they did too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I have nothing but respect for them. Um, and uh, my, uh, you can follow me on at uh, Derek underscore OTS, and then also with OTS guys, at OTS guys. All right. Well, as you guys know, this was definitely a phenomenal, phenomenal series. Uh, it just gets better and better by the week. Like these gentlemen, I definitely cannot wait for these final four episodes. Can't wait to share our thoughts and opinions. So be sure you tune in to the sideline, guys, next time because we're definitely going to review 7 and 8 and then 9 and 10, and we're going to keep you guys going with a full overview. And as always, I'm your host, Dwayne Dickey. You can follow me on Facebook, Dwayne Dickey. Follow me on Instagram, Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Same thing with Twitter. And, uh, oh, yeah, check out this uh, fun show called Life's a Botch Podcast if you guys were once wrestling fans back in the day. All that good stuff. But, once again, we thank you guys. We are all signing out. This is the sideline, guys. Until the next time, peace. Peace, guys.